Hello, it's Mick. Just before we get into today's episode, I want to introduce you to our Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a subscription service where you can chuck us a couple of quid every month if you like what we're doing, and that helps support the podcast, pay for licenses and pay for new equipment to make the show better and all that sort of stuff. So head over to patreon.com forward slash HM4AS, the four being the number four. And if you can give us some money, that would be really, really great. Uh, I know times are hard. So if you haven't got any money and you're still enjoying it, then please share it, tell your friends, put stuff up on your Instagram stories, retweeting, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's really great. And thanks thanks for listening. There are a couple of tiers on the Patreon. So there's the first tier, which is just general support. And that gives us £3 a month, which works out at 75 pence per episode. Uh, then there's a middle tier, which is £5 a month. Uh, and that gives you everything in the tier below. And you also get discount on merch. And Lucy's going to draw you a Patreon exclusive digital print that you'll get when you sign up. And then there is a top tier, which is £10 a month. And I know that sounds like a lot of money. But it really, really, really will help us uh, keep the podcast going. And with that one, you get everything in the two tiers below it. Plus, you'll also get a physical print every two months and a free T-shirt when the merchandise that Lucy's making comes. So it's all very exciting. Thank you very much for listening and hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, it's Mick and Lucy from the popular tattoo-based podcast, How Much for a Sleeve. And we'd like to give a few moments over to our new sponsor, DSM Tattoo Machines. Lucy, tell us a bit about them. Well, Mick, DSM Tattoo Machines make exceptional coils and now a new rotary. Tattoo Machines, not guns. You can check them out at dsmtattoo.co.uk and don't forget you get 10% off with discount code SLEEVE10. They also make a range of needles. You can find them at lockdownneedle.co.uk. I think they're very nice. This is Good Time Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. Hello, you are listening to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist <coughs> and an actual knob, Mick Tickner. <laughs> you're more of a knob than I am. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I, I try and stress, like, you know, when we speak to people that we don't know and they go, oh, I'm a bit worried, a bit nervous about it. And I go, honestly, like, we're just massive knobs. But you can't really, you can say that to people like, yeah, I'm just a bit of a knob and I, yeah. But actually we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you are. Um, well, mainly. Well, you, um, how are you? Yeah. All right. All right. You're, um, what have you been doing? What have you tattooed this week? <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> just... India just scared the shit out. Sorry. That's, that's... I'm sorry. India that's, was just at the door really and I saw... <laughs> um, she was just... India was just still at the door and I saw Elvis in one eye and in my peripheral, I just saw a movement and she was just stood there, like, waving at the door. <laughs> I just forgot I, she existed, actually. It's been very oh, busy. lovely thing to say. I know. Yeah. That was a really good squeak, so that's staying in. Um... <laughs> I was asking you what you've been um, what you've been doing tattooing. What have you done this week? I done today. I've done a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, not a tattoo of a TikTok, but I TikToked my tattoo process because I tattooed a girl earlier in a week who is lush. She's so lovely to tattoo. I've tattooed her quite a lot, and she made a little sneaky TikTok of me tattooing her. And then I didn't know until she tagged me. And I was like, oh, you little sly thing. She did so well. So good. And, uh, and I was like, I want to have a go at that. Except it's really hard to do it yourself if yeah. you're tattooing and you haven't got a stand. So I was like to my customer, do you mind just helping me with this? <laughs> but did that. So now I'm hoping that I've got negative age points by doing yeah, that. Sweet. That's good. Yeah, now definitely. I'm 23. Do you know my nickname was TikTok when I was little? Oh, yeah, I did know that, actually. That's what you're going to have on your knuckles, isn't it? It is, yeah. It did is. you write to them to complain about them taking your name? No, I don't think I have that sort of clat to um, take on. Well, I don't know. You've got 17 followers on Twitter. Yeah, going up every day, mate. Every day. I do. I, do. I mean, every I, week, <laughs> month. I have put on them there because um, my mate said, someone was saying, like, why are you still doing it if no one follows you and my mate said 
they're, pr- they're pretty they're pretty big on Instagram. So it actually says on our thing. They're pretty big on Instagram. <laughs> but it's a visual art form, isn't it? What Twitter? No, tattooing. So oh. people go on Twitter to probably just say tell you why your tattoo's racist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never used Twitter. Never, never got into it. You've always been into Twitter. There's a lot of sports stuff on Twitter. Sports releasing things like injury and transfer updates and all that sort of stuff. And also the jokes. There used to be so many jokes on Twitter. Yeah. Now now it's all a bit... Because, you know, sad things happening and they're happening all the time and they're more important than than the lols. This isn't lol. Oh, something else happened this week. I joined the gym. Yeah. Because I can't fit into any of my clothes. I'm going, I don't think anyone at Origin is going to recognize me in a few weeks because I look like I've eaten Matt Stops. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Kitty, if you've been wondering where he is, he's in my belly. Um, <laughs> and so I joined the gym. Um, and the best part about the gym is that it's got a bar so my friends and I went to the gym today and we we then had a beer after and it's great what's not to love about that it's like a health club I think you can say you can say I've been to the um yeah I've been to the gym six times this week not, not done fuck all just sat there and had some pints yeah yeah and my beer only cost one pound eighty so mm. it's win-win I bought a squash racket as well gonna try that yeah bought some soft balls play with well i don't know why that's funny it's not is it it's in balls. <laughs> soft balls to play with there's lots of funny in there yeah if you're smutty which we are so that just working towards my cool tattoo name smutty lucy which um <laughs> we spoke to gonna... charlie uh, sorry what was on. it gonna be well, painless uh, painless lucy. lucy there was someone else that's painless now i can't have that i know i can't have good time lucy either even that sounds pretty good. Sorry, Charlie. I'm having it. <laughs> yeah, last night, which will be coming out in a few weeks, we spoke to Good yeah. Time Charlie, the le- the one and only. Bit of a boon, isn't it? Oh, he wasn't he just amazing. I would just yeah. wish I could give him a COVID safe cuddle. Yeah. And but we couldn't because he's in LA. Yeah, you have to have really long arms. Mr. Tickle could do it, but <laughs> stretch Armstrong. Mr. TikTok. <laughs> um, that's my dad. Um oh. Um, but yeah, he, he was he was class, and he just talking to an actual living legend. Very yeah, feel very blessed to be able to talk to people like that. Oh my god, I know. I was just like sending you all these. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was sending you all these gushing messages, but I don't know. <laughs> Quite probably be a bit cross. I was very um, emotionally charged last night with sheer joy after speaking to him, and um, it was just yeah, we're lucky, aren't we, to speak to these people? Very lucky, and we're very lucky to be able to speak to our our guest today. Yes, Emily Malice. It just she's so lovely, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, really awesome. Goes into so much stuff about. Her, hairy shoes. Hair, <laughs> the hairy shoes come out of it. Fucking weird. But um, yeah, yeah like, just, Emily, don't... if you're listening, please send us a picture. We're still to see these weird hairy shoes. Yes, please. But you know, the whole like where she came from to where where she's now, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What a cool journey. Yeah. And um, just just so lovely as well. Like yeah. she's one of those names that I've just been aware of. And we speak about it, like we share quite a few customers and stuff and I recognise the tattoos. And so it was just, yeah, really lovely to to speak to her. And she's just, just, yeah, gorgeously sweet. And yeah, and her dogs and, are fire as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Just <laughs> one, one, there's a bit we go, I can't remember which the name of the dog, but it just just huffing off in the corner because she <laughs> isn't giving him any attention. Yeah. I was like Elvis earlier when we were recording the, an oh. interview and uh, 
with just this big crash from the other rim and it swiped off a plant pot and it wasn't even just a plant pot it was like one of those ones in a stand and he just obviously pushed it off and there's still soil all over because I haven't stopped to to deal with it so I've got to do that in a sec thanks yeah, and, Elvis uh, little dur- prick during the the interview we just did um Moon my cat was delivering me a face mask <laughs> oh she just, loves a face mask she fucking does she's all over them so she just she just picks them out of the packet we've got this packet on the side which we've had <laughs> since we moved here it was like six months ago and she just reaches up pulls one out drags it around for a bit but she <laughs> she, she brings it to us like kills like puts it down oh. at your feet and then goes <laughs> like that and we go yeah i can, can see it i'm trying how am i supposed to make broadcast quality content if you're <laughs> fucking about and yelling at my feet you little prick do you know why she's doing it i've just realized she wants you to make her an eye patch could be or cover my moustache perhaps i really i really like the moustache good in it it's it is every time i see it i just think god it's just really dense yeah it's just just like you incredibly dense (laughs) no it is though like or or stuck in the 80s i like that i do like moustache just for the comedy value it looks like it's stuck on as well have you shaved the rest of your face too yeah did it properly oh um, but if I if nice. I wore a pair of spectacles because I've got quite a big beak, I do look like I'm wearing one of those novelty um, disguise kits that you get in comic books in the 1970s. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've not noticed that you've got a large beak after all these years. Very, I think very, it's average size. It's quite it's quite bulbous. I've got quite big nostrils, so it's like oh yeah, they are quite big. Flare them. Yep, even bigger. Well, I feel uncomfortable just sitting inside you, and I never wanted to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there'll be, there'll be some weird geezer with a nose fetish. You'll be send us a picture of your nostrils, please. <laughs> Do you ever put your feet up your nostrils? <laughs> I'll pay you £100 to send us a picture of a foot up your nostril. <laughs> Is that how you met Danny? Yeah. <laughs> At the uh, f- foot nostril chat room. <laughs> Poor long-suffering Danny. Who puts whose toe in whose nostril? Well, obviously she puts put, hers in put her whole toe. foot in her. Oh. She doesn't know I do it. It's all a secret. I put my toe up my own nostril. <laughs> Please, can you try that right now? No, I can't do that. Not with these back. <laughs> these backs? How many have I got? <laughs> <laughs> Not with this back. Can't even get up a ladder no more. <laughs> I don't know what was more high pitched when you when when your child scared you or or <laughs> when you've done a lot. It's getting higher. Chill out. <laughs> right, Lucy's going to expire, so we will crack on. This is episode fourteen of How Much for a Sleeve with Emily. That's actual tears. That's actual tears. Sorry, Emily. That's actual tears. To your backs. <laughs> Not with these backs. This week we have the amazing Emily Malice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on your show. I was really excited to be on it. You've had quite a few amazing people on it already. I know it's mad like when I've asked people and they've gone oh my god yeah thank you so much I'm like no thank you (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy yeah it's been great like we've had such nice feedback from people and like tattooists I don't know reaching out and stuff and saying nice things it's so yeah it's nice yeah makes me makes me happy (laughs) yeah I think it's great even the name is just funny because it's like especially when you're in an uber going home they're like how much for a sleeve so yeah. yeah I want a lion on my back and all like you know it's always the same fucking tattoo yeah I know we've spoken about it before but there is there as soon as a bloke realizes you've got tattoos his favorite thing to do is to tell you about the tattoos he's gonna get or nearly get oh yeah. god yeah I just oh, got that one. unless I'm in an uber and then I just I stare out the window crying <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, let's chat about chat about you then. So, how long have you been tattooing? I think I'm. I think I've been tattooing seven years now. Because I started when I was like twenty five. Um, 
I went to uni and like I wanted to like really um, get to grips with my art and what I wanted my like visual language to be and what to say and what yeah how to like tell my story. Uh, I wanted to wait until I felt really ready to tattoo people because you know it doesn't rub off. <laughs> and um, <laughs> at um, at uni, I actually met loads of uh, amazing people that did my first tattoos on. Um, and um, yeah, that was like kind of used to tattoo in my what bedroom. What did you study? <laughs> I, I, I studied graphic design, um, but uh, I was I was under this um, misconception that you went uni to get taught how to do stuff. But apparently, you meant to just <laughs> fucking teach yourself. And like, uh, yeah, it didn't go so well. I, I I failed miserably. But like, they were like, look, your art's good, but you're awful at computers. So stay away from the computers and just keep drawing. Do you want to switch to fine art? And I was like, well, I, I guess so. So, so I did and um it was it was fun um met some fun people um actually I met one of my best friends uh Dinah who um is the photography collective uh the London Vagabond um I, I met her there one of my favorite people in the world and we moved down to London together and like just really nice to see us both like living our dreams and like doing art like how we kind of dreamed of doing Oh yeah, I did fine art, and I don't think that taught me a single thing. That was like, it was so frustrating because they were just they just want you to think outside the box. There's nothing they can really teach you apart from like yeah. separate skills, like you know, darkroom stuff and things like that. But yeah, it was incredibly frustrating. And yeah. I wish I'd done something like graphic design or illustration, but maybe it's all shit, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> I just see it as like it was a really great experience to meet people and like to do loads of really weird art pieces that I'm glad no one's gonna see because I don't really use computers that much or like you know <laughs> social media is not the same as they are now so there's so many things that I can gladly know will not see the light of day <laughs> yeah oh. I made a pair of shoes out of hair once I don't know why <laughs> wow <laughs> that's yeah. mad yeah. Did you, were they like wearable you can stand in them it's <laughs> a lot of hairspray oh. on those yeah I've got such a fetish for hair I love hair and I just thought like yeah so like, oh, Victorians made jewelry out of hair I'll make a I love that. shoes yeah. but yeah it like... just wasn't as elegant yeah <laughs> the ultimate memorial piece like yeah, your, your granny's hair on some, in some court shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I when I was at school I did um I did art as a GCSE and I was like trying to be I was like this goth and I went to a private girls school and I was trying to be as extreme Ooh. as possible so I painted myself on a crucifix and uh, yes hot and I went back to my school like uh, I must have been like 10 years after I'd left and my yeah. crucifix picture was still up in the dining hall because my, so my aunt was it. like yeah she was like yeah you you went there and uh, you're on my wall of fame that's <laughs> amazing I want to see this I bet it's hot oh <laughs> uh, I don't think I even have a photo of it to be honest like the next time I went up there they'd refurbished so it had gone but um yeah it was pretty bad yeah it was pretty weird I was like we had to use a band like song lyrics as inspiration and so yes. I was like yes I can prove to everyone that I'm a mosher yes. <laughs> so I used like Slipknot lyrics or something and I don't know how I got <laughs> of me on a crucifix maybe it was Manson and <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. um, so how is the shop going you've not have you been working has it been open while we've been allowed to tattoo um, I had a glorious three weeks of being open, which was great because we kind of um, got to see what needed to be done and what um, and like just get like type a few knots with stuff. So um, little things like I want to completely mirror ball the bathroom. So it's like being in a big disco ball and <laughs> I'm doing that this weekend. Um, and like just little things like painting the walls, like giving it some character and like um, I know how to use a drill now. I'm my own dad. <laughs> I can, <laughs> I, um, yeah, just like just like, just little things like that, or like um, really boring things, you know, like all the admin yeah. stuff. And like it's all done. I've I've ordered all my drawings into folders. I'm so I'm so tired and ready now. It's great. Like it's I'm just yeah. I was, 
I've had my moments where I've been very angry, very depressed, and just like, I just want to fucking work. I want my, you know, I want to do what I love doing, but I guess, you know, it's got to wait a bit longer, hopefully, <laughs> you know, April 12th. Um, I hope so. But yeah, we'll, we'll see, like, but yeah, it's just been great. It's just been, it's also been time to like, um, yeah, like just give the, give the shop some like, um, um like love into its bones you know like just be in there and like give like just have the energy in there because like it's a really really old building it's in Clerkenwell um I chose that place because um my first shop in London was into you and that was just such a special shop for me because before it's time it was it's just you know so um um like queer friendly and like just my favorite artists all were there in one space I was like ah! um and um, yeah, just really, really sort of special time for me where I cut my, you know, cutting my teeth in London, made so many amazing friends there. And like, um, yeah, so I wanted somewhere that felt the same to me. And I just love Clerkenwell anyway, because two of my best mates, um, Tessa Metcalf, is like, um, like two roads down. Then my friend Ben, Ben Hawkins is down the road um, on Britain Street. Um, yeah, and then Castro's around the corner, but yeah, so it's really nice. Like, we're all just like got our own little shops popping in, you know, can do like a little pub tour, a uh, pub crawl of our shops, and like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, lovely. Oh, yeah, um, are you just yeah, working it's good? Are you by yourself yeah. there? Have you got anyone else coming to join you? No, at first, I was so anxious about working with other people because I'm the biggest extrovert, but I'm also very introvert. I like being on my own. I love not talking to people. I love just drawing and like having my own space. Cause like when you let someone into your space and your creative space, it's, um, you know, it's quite invasive. If, <laughs> if that's not the sort of person you want in there. And um, yeah. And like, I just, yeah, I've got, I've got the shop. It's, you know, it's small, but it's, it's like, it's well designed so that you can have um, a lot going on in there. Um, I also didn't want to have, too many people in there I like I like to keep it small and special and like you know like key five key members who are like the shop's bones and personality and I don't want loads of guest artists in and out I like it to be like yeah not closed special. off but like our, our special place um the odd guest artist but yeah anyway um well we've got Lauren who's our the shop manager and I I do not know what I would do without Lauren she's been an absolute angel um She's never managed a shop before, but she was in the NHS for like, I think, 10 years. So she knows how to like handle all sorts of crazy problems. She's got a good back knowledge of like health and like looking after people like and knowing about um, um, hygiene. Very important in a tattoo shop. <laughs> um, and like you know, keeping things sterile, keeping a nice clean environment. Um, she also does my um, online shop. So everything that gets sent out, she does um and I just yeah she's amazing and so lovely I don't know anyone who wouldn't want to open a door and see Lauren there with a cup of tea and a biscuit like yeah <laughs> yeah she's great and um um I've got Liz there as well who is an old friend um she's called um rat rat based on Instagram and um she's I'm surprised she didn't start tattooing sooner I think she's just never had the opportunity to really have a place where she could do it because it is quite hard like a lot of shops are really not friendly or they're just like they're gatekeeping or they're just rude and so I can understand how some people would get anxious going into a shop and like you know feeling like you're not you're not welcome so of course you're not going to be like here are my drawings and um she's like she's been like her art's phenomenal I'm just really excited to see what she does like where she goes with it and um she had like she hand pokes anyway like she's like sort of um been taught by various people like friends and like yeah just doing her creepy haunting drawings uh but Sophia um who's Sophia on um Instagram Sophia94 I think and um I met her a few years ago and I was just like what is this magnetism about this person and I realized she's a Scorpio as well and I was like because oh, yeah you have this that that sensual sexual energy well see you know the, the best <laughs> star sign by far yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, just 
I don't know. Like, I can always tell when someone's a Scorpio. You can see who's kind of like the the devious, sensual, like dark creatures. Yes. And um, anyway, said talking of sensual, we've got um, <laughs> M's, who um, who I I um I met at Saint Blue, and I just completely fell in love with them, and I um they 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 had they had they went through a hard time, and they were trying struggling to come back to work because like they were something really horrible happens and then they they go sort of um I said oh do you want to do my emails because I hate doing my emails and I'm really bad and I get distracted and I book three people in at the same time and or <laughs> I forget to book anyone in one day and it's like bro um so um then started doing my emails and then we just got really close and I just I saw their work and I was like fuck you're amazing and then um they worked with me in another previous place and then uh, they just asked me one day oh could, could I, I learn to tattoo and at the time I, I I was I was in a very dark place also and I was just like well I'm quite suicidal but I'll teach how to tattoo when I do <laughs> um so um yeah I um unfortunately didn't give them maybe the most um nurturing not bringing it first but now that I'm in a good place mentally I, I like I'm just giving them all I can because like I think and I'm you know I just think you, you should ask for everyone and like, I know like I never really wanted an apprentice and I don't really see I don't know how I feel about this old model of apprentices as well like I don't really think it's cool to make someone work for free and to humiliate them or throw things at them or sexually abuse them for them to maybe learn to tattoo under your wing and then still get you know made fun of I just think it's a bit embarrassing for people that do that so that's why I, I think you can teach someone to be nice and like you don't have to you know um be have your um ego and authority um like reminded every second you know you can be like you know your stuff they know their stuff people can always bring stuff to each other you know just because they know they don't know something about that they know something about you know other things you might not know about people are such you know everyone's minds are wonderful you shouldn't just end sorry rambling <laughs> but yeah so ems ems is at the shop also um and we've got alex who is um amanita on instagram and i met alex through one of my dearest and probably my oldest friend luke anderson who's um a leather and latex designer in london very naughty and kinky if you're ever looking for a nice outfit to go out in um, yeah Alex is just so so lovely and has the nicest laugh and does this really cool psychedelic art and um she's part-time so she also works at No Regrets um and um I'm pretty sure there's somewhere else but I've forgotten it right now <laughs> but um, yeah I like we I get to because I have her a few days a week and it's really nice and then we've got Marissa, who is our resident tarot card reader and amazing DJ. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, she, Marissa is one of the most amazing magical people I've met um, ever. I don't know, like, I just I just met her and like you know you just get this real connection. And um, I met her through my friend Jade, who filmed me on the um, the Vogue queer Vogue short film. That I did with um, Nish, Tanya, and Monroe. Um, that was like I was like I can't believe I'm doing this. this is um, amazing, and like me and Jade just really clicked. And then she was like, "Oh, um, you need to meet my friend Marissa. I just feel like you'd get on, and like you know, like you just meet someone who just becomes one of your best friends." And like, yeah. yeah so when we want to, when the shops finally open, we want to do things like think someone can get a tattoo from me, and then they can go and get card reading from marissa i just think it's really important for people to be in touch with um i don't know like the whole their, experience um, yeah like i just i think everyone needs a, a card reading every now and again and not even just to hang out with marissa for a bit um <laughs> she says she just she just really sees people and like and, which makes her so good at her job and like really i think make gets people to ask questions to themselves that maybe subliminally they mm-hmm. don't know but yeah, that's um, that, and obviously my partner Kate's always about causing trouble, helping out with um, design. Um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> what that's do they the, do? the gang. Um, Kate's um, an art an art director 
a creative director, writer, director. <laughs> <laughs> Are they like that. around the corner <laughs> going, so you know yeah, what I do? <laughs> next to me. No, we're, this is our little office. It's got, we've got, um, oh, I don't pan it round. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got the dog sleep down there and snore all day. And then like, cause it's been really nice. So we wanted to have a, a nice home space, obviously, because we're at home now. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, <laughs> yeah turn one of the spare bedrooms into our little office it's gorgeous really nice and like you know can work next to each other all day and gossip and still get our Aww. homework done <laughs> that's nice we have to <laughs> we have to talk about your dogs because this is pet yeah. first um what kind of dogs have you got we've got two shiba inus let me get one yes please yeah. immediately yeah. Maybe i stalk one. them This is little taco bean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just screenshot this because it's. Yeah, they're so funny. Oh. Like, I've never met a dog like taco before. The noises she makes and like, she just, she'll just be like flibbering around on the floor like a fish. <laughs> You're being nice. Like, usually she gets really grumpy. She's, she's, she's. I think she's still, right. she's too asleep to, to grumble. But yeah, you know, I just, I just love, I just, they've been really nice. I can talk to them all day and like get all yeah. my weirdness out. So Kate doesn't suffer as much with <laughs> <my> random <laughs> questions or singing. <laughs> but yeah, um, they're great. My next door neighbour has a, a shibu and, or she has two. What flavour is it? What, what kind of one? I have no idea. I don't know anything about them, but I know is that it, her is number it, is plate. It this, is it red like this or, or yeah, like this? yeah, yeah? But her number plate says Shibu. Oh, I think I need to meet this maverick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing she has going for her. I think. Oh. <laughs> not I hope she's not got a sudden interest yeah, in tattoos and <laughs> oh, I think that's my neighbour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. more. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we had a very short time where we were in together, and it was it was so good, and like it just, it just felt really right. Um, but yeah, and I, I can't wait to open. I was actually planning the um, opening party today. So I just wanted to like have something to look forward to and I like, just keep yeah. you know keep keep your eyes forward, not back, or you know, just try and stay in the present moment. And um yeah, I'm hoping July 10th, because I think that seems like a pretty safe date. But it was nice to kind of sit with everyone and and like be like, oh, imagine that. Like, you know, imagine dressing up and all being together and celebrating something. What a dream. Hopefully, by the time this goes out, it's, I think it's gonna go out may or yeah be mid mid may Ooh. so hopefully <coughs> excuse me we'll be back in working yeah, we'll and be, it'll be yeah. close to your party that will actually be going ahead and you'll be thinking about what to what to wear <laughs> yeah yeah just celebrate being like we, we got it through it and i like just you know celebrate being in you know with all the neighbors and stuff Gotta keep your yeah. neighbours on your good side, right? Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Dust off those those shoes made of hair. Get them. Yeah. Exactly. I, I could have given them an offering and be like, <laughs> I know you've seen shoes before. I've ever seen these kind of shoes. <laughs> well conditioned and soft. <laughs> <laughs> Whose hair was it? Um, it's a very good question. Well, like, I I just I'd, my, a lot of my friends were hairdressers in Nottingham, and I just kind of um go in there and take people's hair and ask them to collect it for me so who knows if you were in nottingham from 2012 to 2015 is that when i went to i don't know i went i went, went some time around then but yeah maybe your hair was a part of those shoes so and, yeah and they'll they'll never know that their hair had such an interesting afterlife yeah. <laughs> 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 I really want to see them. I wish you could find I, some I sort of you, uh, my my mum and dad have uh, the folder in Wales at home, and I I when I went back last, which was a while ago now, I uh, looked through everything and I was like, oh god, you know, at the time you're like, I'm really good at drawing. I'm like really <laughs> talented. Like when you're in a small town and there's not many other people, then you move to a big city, or then you all like when social media started getting big you're like oh wow 
I um, I'm not that special actually, and there's loads of amazing people. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny, you know. Four, so that's a mistake to compare yourself to other people. Like you could just enjoy yeah. it instead. <laughs> that's it. That's it. How did your the style that you've got now? It's so distinctive and. I oh, think we probably share like quite a few customers. They often see your work coming in and I yeah, go, Yeah, oh. I think so. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I like, and I'm like, oh, I love it when you see people like they, you can see they, yeah, they're like, usually have like Rebecca Vincent. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, I mean, Sophia share a lot of customers. Um, G Hawks. Yeah. Um, have yeah. a share a few with her. And yeah, I love it. I see them in, in person and I go, oh, God, I saw that in hey, Instagram like, and now I see it here. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, that's, that's so really nice. well. I better make sure <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's it. Yeah. I know. I'm always so aware, like, if somebody's a collector or they regularly go to other artists, I'm like, I'm so aware that other people are going to see it, which is silly because I'm, I like, I'm still the same. I've, I put the same yeah. amount of effort in, but I'm just like, oh my God. Emily Malice is going to see this. <laughs> Rebecca yeah. Pitts is going to see it. Yeah. It's silly. <laughs> but um, um, how did that so, sort of, how did that sort of style that you, you have developed? Is it just how you always drew or is it something that's come about? Um, I've, I've always had quite a short attention span and I've always sort of, um, I like to get something done in about three hours or a day. So I'd, I'd, I did try and do like, that is, I think it's good to experience different things and like different art practices so you can really like get to know and understand it and then you can see which one really spoke to you so I just I just really love quick like snappy kind of crap pound kind of you know like bam done stuff for example this snake here <laughs> oh, um, yeah so I nice. know, like it's just nice that you can still like have all the detail and like what I enjoy about drawing is little meticulous details but then also for like fluidness. So I I would be so stressed if I had to do um, interlocking patterns all day. I think I, that would make me really sad. Um, <laughs> I'd like, I'd, yeah, I, it's just not how my brain likes to work. So like, yeah. I just really enjoy um, doing things that speak to me as well. Like I, I like to always draw from my, my story and my history and my, you know, my experiences in life, things have smelled, tasted or like lived through or, you know, sometimes fantasies or dreams. Because um, then I feel like that that gives me my my, you know, my voices within the work anyway. Something that. Yeah. And then I, can, I, I feel happy when I look at it. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I mean, with the mouths, the, the first mouth I did, I was watching that um, Romeo and Juliet film and it's. Um, Juliet's cousin when he's got the, the the grills that say sin on them and I was like <laughs> quite sexy <laughs> I'll draw something like that and I thought you know nice nice plump luscious pair of lips like snarling and then sin because who doesn't like a bit of sinning <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, and um the ultimate podcast sin burping on, <laughs> on recording yeah and then I, I drew it and like I wasn't very busy at all at the time I, and I was panicking actually like so I was like I interviewed with all these amazing people I was like I really don't deserve to be here they're gonna figure it out in a minute because I, <laughs> I did go down there on a guest spot and I just never left I was just like I was just in there like yeah but could I <laughs> have they noticed well? <laughs> just my way in um but yeah and like people just went nuts for it and I, I at the time I was also doing a lot of dot work because I found that because I, I, I like I just I, I just really struggled with machines at first like there's a lot to you know with coil machines as well you look at it and it's out of tune like the armature bars doing something the nuts falling off your washers rotted away or something you know like there's all like the elastic bands aren't quite right so yeah that was a that was a journey but yeah I um I found that dot work at least if you dotted it it's a bit easier and if there's not a line you can't be like oh dear you know that line's <laughs> blown out but um yeah I, I then got into rotary machines and I just found them a lot better for me and I've recently started using bishop rotary machines and I the ones I'm obsessed my second favorite one in the world <laughs> um, which um what other machines do you use 
I used the the shading bishop, the lining bishop, and I like rotary works. Uh, rotary works aside, you interviewed them, love yeah. them. Yeah, they're super nice. They're really, I think they're a really good company. Like they've always, I've never seen them at conventions. They're really sweet and helpful. They don't make me feel like I'm stupid for asking questions because like, yeah, I, I don't know. Me and my friend are actually trying to figure out making our own machines because, you know, like I think I know. I know how to ruin one and destroy one. I've, I've made some proper Frankenstein coil machines, but I want to make a rotary machine. And like, it's just a shame that the information is not more readily available to like for people to learn and grow together instead of it being like, you know, I'm. Secret. And I get it. Like, people have worked hard to get where they are, but like, surely there'd be a nice way of like um, learning together. Yeah. Because I know people like they don't want to just free, freely give knowledge they've worked really hard for, but I don't know. Could yeah. Be a nice middle ground that's it yeah definitely oh that'd be exciting yeah you know we could all get better together you know gorgeous <laughs> yeah um but yeah I um so then I um yeah I just I just really enjoyed line line drawings I wanted to give them different weights because I think you can do a line like line work and then there's line work you know like it's nice to see use different lines for different sort of uh, feelings like really thin lines obviously very delicate soft like diddly and then thicker lines be more weight to it and like a nice outline um and yeah I just I was just I uh, I did this flash sheet because like, I was really I was convinced I was going to get fired because I wasn't busy and like you know just this girl just flapping around and then I, I did this Halloween flash sheet and people went nuts for it and I was busy and then that was my turning point. And like, um, ever since that moment, I've just, I've been gorgeously busy and it's great. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think what that taught me was I like, just do, yeah, just do what you enjoy. And like, if, if it's, if it's got the right energy and the right people will come and it'll speak to people, like it'll, that honesty in, in work really shines through and people yeah. like, people seem to connect with that. If you, if you are, um, vulnerable and humble like people will be able to connect with that easier than something that you're not really haven't put your heart and soul into but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very very grateful that people enjoy my work and I, I like to keep it evolving and changing like I don't I want to you know you can still do a mouth but I mean last week I did a mouth that were black with stars in <laughs> well like you know flowers on the lip it's um yeah, just to keep keep things exciting myself. I never want to get bored or be boring. I'd like to always keep pushing things. And um, recently in 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 lockdown, I've been trying to do more delicate work with like a type three. Um, I, did a, I practice on my friends to like just to keep you know the muscle memory going. And um, yeah, like it, it it was really nice to try something a little bit different and push the boundaries of what my usual safe place is. But yeah yeah that's it yeah. I I try I've been tattooing my legs and just because I was thinking fuck it's been a couple of months since I've done any tattooing and I don't want to go back in and and think oh what do I do and also for my wrist to go like uh no I, I, I think it's mad because I don't think people you have we use our hands every day and like the I wouldn't trust a surgeon that hadn't worked properly for a year like you gotta it's like precise work like yeah I need to keep that muscle memory up like I'll just be like like holding stuff but I think it's it's yeah we we need to keep sharp and remember things you know yeah, I think and so you much. know people in your bubble it's fine when you when That's we were bubbling. when we were at school I was used to come back first week in September and putting a pen in your hand and you're like yeah like what why is I, this why am i holding it upside down this is you know yeah. like, i can't write here <laughs> but that must be I, I, all i'm doing is writing the date on something whereas you're tattooing people skin, forever so, yeah yeah i just yeah i just like I just it's just to keep yourself sharp ready make yeah. sure that next tattoo do is, is going to be just as gorgeous as when before lockdown that's Absolutely. it <laughs> and what other merch have you been selling I saw that your your necklace raises oh, were yeah. out and oh amazing thank you those necklaces saved me so thank you to everyone that bought one um yeah I um years ago I I uh I went on a holiday to Bali and 
I found this, yeah, I just I saw this, this uh, old, this like old razor blade. And I was like, that's so cool. That's me. That object is me. And like, I am, um, I was just like, oh yeah. And I, I just wore it ever since. Um, I got one for a few of my friends um, as well. And I was like, wow, I've never seen a necklace that was as cool as that. Like just the right size. There's loads of razor blade necklaces out there, but they're either like that big. It's like, oh slash me oh no it's like <laughs> tiny or like they're really thick and they just look really like dull so I was like you know what I'm going to take matters into my own hand and instead of just like ripping off the one that I found on holiday I, I wanted to make my own one that had my own like um touch to it so I um I like it was like what is based on a drawing so the edges are rough it's not like a perfect shape and then wrote Malice on it because decided to call myself Emily Malice because my name's Emily Alice Johnston. But that was quite a long Instagram name and it didn't sound as edgy as I liked. So <laughs> I thought I'd throw an M in there. And, and then I was like, oh, Emily Malice, that's, that's got a ring to it. And yeah, it kind of stuck. And it's a lot quicker to write down as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, and yeah, people, I, I got a load of silver ones made around for my birthday last year I think yeah I dropped them then and um yeah they sold out and then when we went into lockdown number million whatever it is um I um I was just like fuck like I've got the shop not only have to look after myself now I've got to look after the shop and uh, yeah I was like oh god like I'm gonna have to go smash it out on OnlyFans and I thought no <laughs> wait a minute I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna like um yeah, just get the necklaces out again because they, they were so good. And then I, I did the gold ones as well. There was um, some hiccups with the um, manufacturer. So they were a little bit late and I was a little bit upset, but it's fine now. You know, no one died. But yeah, like got got them here now. Um, I've got a really exciting project coming out with um, a collaboration. So I'm going to leave the jewellery for a little bit to give the next thing the, the hype it so truly deserves. Um, and then I'm, I'll, yeah, I'm going to try a different colorway with the blades because I think they're nice, you know, like it's just fun, you know, match them to your outfit. Gold one, yeah. silver one, rose gold, black one, red one, you know, all the, all the best colors. Lush. Yeah. And are you still, um, are you still doing your clothing? I am, yes. Um, me and Steph are dropping uh, the much anticipated um, Filthy Cute Berry on Thursday. Um, I think it was just, um, I, was just, I was just trying to learn to juggle everything. I had to focus on the shop for a bit. And um, yeah, I mean, and um, me, me and Steph got this uh, creek cut machine. So we were just spending time learning how to use that. Might have made oh. something explode when we first used it, but it's fine. <laughs> so like, yeah, we wanted to try and do more of it ourselves. So like, just be, you know, like... Um, at home, like playing about on the computer. I just it felt, it felt really nice to try and learn something new. So like we we've done that now. I'm gonna have some more pants coming out. And I I've been doing some sort of Scorpio Mars merchy stuff because you know I've got nothing else to do at the minute, haven't we? So um that's it. I've, I've, um, I did these hoodies which sold out really well, printed by Cyril, um Cure Tejures on Instagram. But yeah, they're really lovely, cheeky little skeletons on the back. Um, my my partner, Kate, helps me do a lot of that stuff because I'm I'm yeah I need I need the computer help and it's nice to you know have bounce up your ideas off someone. Um, and what else am I up to? I'm um, so in yeah. awe of your creativity. My in my creativity oh. has just been in a, a, a lifetime low in the last few weeks. So it oh. sounds I feel a bit inspired by everything you've been got like oh. been doing. Oh, that makes me happy. Well, I, I had that after Christmas. Like I remember I was just crying in bed because like usually when I'm sad, that's when I make my best work, but I just couldn't like I was just so tired and angry. I was like, I just like I'm not in I've just you know I've lost my my like spark and I hated it and I was like oh maybe this is it now like everything's in the bin but no. <laughs> no then you know and then I just um I think I just get like because you know there's just this pressure to um 
do all like be working all the time you know and it's not what you usually do and it's just it's just it's been exhausting um so yeah I, I think a lot of my friends have felt the same way you just you just like you've run out of juice and you just over it yeah, but yeah I'm, i hope i hope that you feel better well you should once we're all open you should come for a drawing night at the shop we have a little art nights and things and it's like so it's nice to see what people are getting on with Oh, I'd love that. I'm I'm doing hopefully when stuff opens and I actually I, I think that it might have just happened by the time this airs or just coming up, but I'll be at Origin. Uh, nice. Oh, Courtney's there now, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she wasn't there when I was there last year, uh, but yeah. I she had joined. So yeah, excited to to meet her. Yeah. But so yeah, I'll be down yeah, that she's way. A good well, one. I'm really not that far to be honest it's like an hour's drive so um nice. yeah, I'd love that that'd be amazing yeah yeah origins around the corner I think it's like we opened and like I was just in in my shop every day but I want to I want to go and sneak in and get get it's nice get I don't know get uh, Luke Ashley to do something on my on my finger or something he's so good like every time I see his palms I'm like oh oh bloody hell oh my god <laughs> I know I've got a chance yeah I know. <laughs> it's I... outrageous yeah how I just don't he, understand yeah, yeah. I, I bet it hurts like fuck the way he does oh, it yeah. though, because that is in there but I've got one bare palm that I, I'm sort of looking <laughs> at and I did yeah I did think about getting my boyfriend to do it while I'm off work but I just don't know if I've got the minerals it hurts so much you're the one what so have you and what red wine will get you through <laughs> When I, I had diazepam when I had my neck done. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it didn't just, help. Yeah, I when I got mine done, I got mine to my child from Texas. I was just sitting there like, okay, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> but I still think like once it's once it's um done, it's fine. But I just that that line there, I was like, no, like oh god, it goes no, from it was, like your palm to your wrist. Ow. Yeah awful yeah. that is awful <laughs> I yeah. heard um I heard that you've you've asked somebody to tattoo them for no for them to tattoo you some like some bald old timer from from Muswell Hill what's his name apparently you want a sexy pump. oh yeah Lowe. <laughs> I love Lowe. he's so funny <laughs> yeah he is great we chatted to him a few yeah, like ago. that old git <laughs> <laughs> He when oh, we chatted yeah. to him, we got so and it's so nice. He's so he's so eager to impart his wisdom and and that, which is lovely That's for someone who's been in be. it. I think yeah, yeah, he's just a shining example to like all the old boys and like all the other, you know, men that are maybe a sassy, like you know, sour bit of lemons. You know, he's just like he's been there, he's done that, he's got all the gossip. He's not afraid to share it. And that's how it should be. Like, you know, yeah. he's not he's not threatened by younger people. He's not he's so secure in himself that he doesn't need the validation of gatekeeping. And I think that makes him even cooler. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good way to put it. Like, because we yeah. do work in such a male dominant industry that even as like a, a female, I've come up against stuff, but it must be more challenges as a queer artist because we work in such a male dominant industry as a queer artist yeah. have you come up against more challenges than um, than just well, as a female I, think I I've you know I've I've always I've always been a bit fruity doing my thing like just chilling like not really going for labels but I've always like been in relationships with cis men um and it was only the last sort of a year and a half two years that I you know I I um I sort of started I seeing someone who is non-binary and trans and like I've never I've never questioned my feelings I just go with my heart but everyone else was so interested and wants the label and wants to like to be like but why and like this you know and like yeah and so I've not I think I think I've not really experienced it as much as say one of some of my other friends say like Cash Francis who's like you know uh, a long-standing queer <laughs> member <laughs> and like um I, I, like um yeah I think they if they've I think they've they've been really really amazing to talk to and I've really like come close to them as a friend where like 
yeah because it could it, it must feel so lonely like i i think um yeah i've lost my words yeah like i i, I don't know like i guess i've i feel i know i've i know what it's like to have been me and like from my i can say from my um my my experience like i it's i've not really had the that that bit yeah i guess or maybe people are yeah. just like oh emily's just you know you know <laughs> knew it or whatever i don't know like i think gender gender and um sex is so fluid for me anyway so always i've always been attracted to the more fluid side like i um that and like that's that's like why I was so attracted to into you like people like it wasn't such a you know hard male kind of shop you know know, everyone was a bit gay and like you know floating around and um Alex like Alex used to go to the first torture gardens until I think he like got banned from being too naughty (laughs) but yeah Alex (laughs) and Blue like I remember watching videos of them doing crazy things with Ron Athey and um, Leigh Bowery and stuff, you know, like, I just, it was that, I think, um, yeah, it's something that I look forward to exploring more and, like, understanding more and maybe in, in my way trying to help change the industry more where it is, like, I think this, this queerness has been in the industry for a long time. It's just not really been given the voice or the the space to, to grow or for people to pay attention to it because, like, it is there are a lot of people that maybe sort of have the um you know the the seat high seats at the table which is great but I think it'd be <laughs> nice for maybe everyone to have an opportunity to to have their say and have their voice and and be um yeah and just see that there is space for someone like maybe someone young to be like oh I, I'm not gonna get you know it's gonna be welcoming for me to be a queer person in in this industry and anyway you know just not not somewhere where they're going to get hurt because I, I mean I'm sure like being people who've been queer just as a child you know you know more you know openly queer like just you know and people aren't always so welcoming um but yeah I think the answer to this really is just a big party for everyone <laughs> that's it yeah everyone have a hug and then yeah. let let everyone have um, the chance to tattoo, regardless yeah, of yeah, exactly, yeah. I just think it's good to everyone. Orientation. That's for everyone to learn and grow. Absolutely, yeah. that's it. So, have you got any plans coming up? But are you, well, anything exciting you want to talk about? Um, I think I can't talk about two things because they're um, secret, I guess. But I'm, I'm <laughs> at the minute. I'm gonna. I'm doing my own kind of flash books I wanted to do like some kind of like little like just all the drawings I've done since forever I mean I've got uh, like 12 of these are pan folders of um, my illustrations and tattoos I've done and things that have never been tattooed and I don't know just like wanted to do like uh, one on like love heartbreak or I don't know like um, flowers mouths or you know I just something cute that people could maybe collect and like be inspired by but not copy because copying is <laughs> lazy <laughs> yeah I mean you know I think I think that's um I think you know it's nice to let your art be accessible and people can like be inspired by it like I, I'm I've been I remember sitting at home looking at like Liam Sparks and Duncan X and like like looking at their drawings like wow that's so cool and like sort of like drawing and being like no but I don't want to copy I want to do my own thing with it um yeah and I think that's that's um I think what p- people need to remember. That's it. Because it's way more fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so much more satisfying to just draw your own thing. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And <laughs> um, going back to the fact that we must share a lot of customers, and I suppose probably have like quite a similar demographic of customers. Yeah. I'm asked a lot for advice um in terms of design when it comes to covering self-harm scars or other scars and so I presume that you'll ask the same question so yeah if somebody was coming to you and said I I've got these scars on my arm what would be your advice to them in terms of design um firstly I ask if they don't mind sharing the picture of it so I can have a look because it might be keloid it might be hypertrophic so the keloid so I mean it's really um it's grown over the 
wound and become a lot bigger hypertrophics when it's like uh, um it's you it can it's not too bad um and then you have to sort of see how how old it is um, whereabouts it is and say if it's self-harm if there's like quick concessions of of um trauma to the skin um i like to always make people feel like there's something you can do and you don't want to make people someone feel hopeless or embarrassed or ashamed because like i've i've been there myself like thomas um, covered my self-harm scars and like, i think it is nice to be able to show people like you know they do fade they do go down and like it, you can start the next chapter by putting something beautiful over it and even if it doesn't like quite cover it like i've got some on my um stomach as well which duncan put this really badass snake over but like you know you might still see it because it's it's raised like a keloid but you, even just having something there kind of is like i'm going to stop doing that now um but yeah i think it is nice to help yeah with the design it's like what kind of mood you want to have with it like just you know hopefully a positive one <laughs> you know like usually like <laughs> Usually I'd like to do something quite easily moldable, like a, like a bouquet of flowers or, you know, it could be like a really ferocious animal or a snake or, um, yeah, or even sometimes it's nice to work with the scar to make it look like it's part of the piece because, like, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, different ways of doing it. I think another nice thing, certainly for me anyway, like I, I found that having tattoos stopped me self-harming because I'd just be like, oh, no, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I hate that. Yeah, and it's just kind of like a reminder to be like, no, like, it's just breaking that cycle in your head. It's like a distress, punishment, shame thing. And it's just like, in a way that that's broken the, the, the pattern in your mind because, you know, the brain's very malleable and you just make new, new connections and like move forward into a new positive mindset. And I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I always ask for a, a consultation with people. I like, just draw some ideas. I don't usually like doing consultations because <laughs> I, I like to sit down with someone and draw it. But I think this is, um, it's a it's a delicate matter, and you want to, you know, it's it's you know, I, I always give my time extra time to people that want to cover scars because I've been there myself, and it's yeah, I think it's important to give people that that like that um, next next stage yeah yeah that's that's nice that you've got the um that you can sympathize from personal experience and yeah. um, people must feel that you know comfortable with you on that basis and I'm sure so many people have, have been in the same situation and like I know I've got tattoos over scars and it does completely change the way you look at that area of your body yeah and it's yeah, yeah it's great that we can help people in that way absolutely like I just remember when I, I've got like a massive like across there and I remember when I got that covered I was like yes walking down the street no more people are going like oh what's what's that it's like you know what it is <laughs> like it's like you know what it is so that you know people just love a point and a stare though don't they at least they can point and stare at the gorgeous tattoo instead <laughs> that's it it's been so lovely to chat to you I've sort Ooh. of I've been aware of you for ages now and I think I <laughs> met you briefly when you were tattooing at Brighton and I just was like yeah oh. I think yeah <laughs> um so it's been so lovely and hopefully we can hang out in person when life yes, is back to normal yeah I'd love that yeah definitely just come come around the shop have a brew love um, to. it's my it's my ambition this year to get sponsored by White Claw <laughs> 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 well maybe yeah. we'll catch up in a year's time and see how that went yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you very much it's really gone. lovely speaking to you both hope you have a nice evening thank you and, and thank you, you for staying staying well past your allotted time you gave us so we appreciate it that's actually yeah. great yeah well, that, okay so that's something i'm doing this is and this is why i'm doing a documentary with uh, my friend and like i think i just didn't want to cover too many things and like because we haven't been able to do it really because of COVID and I, mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a shit. And then she'd be like, Emily, you've given up all your juicy <laughs> stories. But I, I realised that I could I could just talk for days and I've got loads more stories where that came from, so it's fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, good. that was the only thing. When we... yeah, that, yeah, that's something that's coming out to sign. 
well we had better let you get on with your um with your evening and your dinner what are you making for dinner gonna have another i'm on my period so i'm having a steak that's the only, only cure <laughs> and um spinach broccoli and probably some water you need to get some chocolate in there as well then yeah i need all the iron yeah. All right, wheeze bag. Can you hear her wheezing yeah. like a bagpipe? You just squeeze and makes a different Just give note. her a little squeeze. Oh, I, oh, I did it once and she burped and farted at the same time. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> On that this note. Is, yeah. Yeah, 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 I was going to tell a really nice. gross story, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. That was awesome. Um, good yeah. luck. Thank you. With everything and uh, hopefully you'll get back in your in your shop soon and get back to it. Yeah. Lucy will come and see you soon. Yes, please. Yeah, lovely. That'd be great. Thank you so much, Annie. It's been amazing. See you later.